Hey, what's going on? This is StoogeCast episode 155, Protector of the Inns, and I got a very special guest with me this evening. Let's give it up for Mr. Aaron Douglas. Yeah, in studio. For people who can't see, I did a full hands around round of applause. <laughs> yeah, just the full, the full you ever monty. Hear round of applause. Where you just a round of applause. I remember hearing about that in like, um, like, like grade school teacher. You know what I mean? Like an English teacher oh, that's that would right, try dude. to be cool. I'm still a child at heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're still, we're still childs, children at heart. That's really what it is. Still laughing at eighth grade humor. Yeah, just haven't grown up yet. When I think I probably wrote my first joke in seventh or eighth grade because I remember the building that I was standing. I, I never remember like what year anything was. Do you ever remember what year shit happened? I don't remember. Which, I always remember like what building I was in, what car I was driving, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? I'll remember like the year honestly, but really, more. yeah, weird shit like that. Especially like it was two thousand six. Like even when you were a kid, like you remember like being like out. I don't know what your hobbies were, but we'll say it was like for me, it was skateboarding, and be like, yeah, that was back in nineteen ninety nine. You would remember the year even as a kid. It was like for me, it was like video games. Oh, so yeah. I was, so probably from like 2000, I'd say like, I remember like seeing the news and it was all like 9-11. So it was like around there, it was around like, and yeah, so yeah. 9-11 I was around 6, so it was like 6 or 7-ish till around like, you know, so that'd be like 2001-2 till like yeah, yeah. 2010 really. Yeah, so, so everyone, so because everyone, I've heard like some people, and I'll get back to what I was saying, but I've heard some people be like, when they tell stories they just know what year, like Joey Diaz for instance is notorious but he'll tell stories of, like it was 1986 in august and i was like, and you're like oh, oh yeah oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah to go oh yeah to go to like the month yeah. that's that's years good month that that's pushing man it. i'm fucking lucky if i can get it within three years honestly yeah it's bad i feel like my memories like go into shit just as i get older mm-hmm. i feel like i had a way better memory you know at like 16 7 but maybe it's because you've lived less life and you haven't gotten shit faced as much that, <laughs> so you live more true. life and you get shit you just start forgetting oh that's gone and I'm not sure what it is. Well, I used to have this theory, and I still kind of stand by it. It's just that, like, for me, as I got older, every time that something happened, it wasn't as, like, uh, important, because I'd seen something like that before. You know right. what I mean? So, like, you stop forgetting every stoplight you stopped at. You're like, did I stop at that stoplight? I don't know. I, didn't, <laughs> I, I did. I would. Like, I've had moments like that. I'll just be driving, like, it's so in the zone. It'll be clearly red, and I'll just go over, and I'll be like, what would I just do? <laughs> like, oh, well, I'm here now. I'm still alive. Nobody died. Right, I right, just keep right, going. Right. Yeah. You just you took you took inventory of the world. You're like, I can probably drive and whatever. But yeah, you just the more you make it similar decisions, the less the fewer times that like the less value they have. You know, because scarcity is value. And for me, that's what it is. When you get when you're getting older, you're like, I've seen this before. I'm not even gonna think about it. Yeah. So if you're not gonna think about it. Why are you gonna remember it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't know. But anyway, I was say, do you remember the first joke you ever wrote? My first joke was in seventh grade. That's how we all got on this tangent uh, of dating things. But, you know, I I remember mm, like a specific thing. I don't, but it's like like back in school, I'd always I was pretty quiet. But whenever I said something funny, it was pretty funny. Yeah, the, you know what I mean. It'd be like here and there, the, and then like whenever I said something like. I wasn't really like a class clown. Like other guys were much more. They were just high energy. They just uh-huh. wouldn't stop fucking around. You know what I mean? Like the whole time. Like and right you were when the, the observer c- guy. I was more. Yeah, I was just observe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
And then I everybody needs a crowd. Yeah, I'd come in like I'd say something like it'd be once maybe like a couple weeks or something. It would just it'd be like usually silent, and I'd be like, eh? and then just. Pfft. Just <laughs> laughter. It'd be like a moment. It'd be at like a moment. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, at least in my at the time, it was just like, who the fuck is this kid? You're like this guy's great. Oh my god! What the fuck is wrong with this Everybody's kid? Still telling everyone. Yeah. Now, yeah, I definitely remember cracking jokes in class and stuff, and maybe getting a laugh here and there. But I don't remember what any of the jokes were. But I do remember like first realizing that not only were there jokes, but I could just write one. And I used uh, it, I don't even know it's PC anymore, but I said. Uh, uh, what do you call two gay men in a '69? What? A double header. Uh, <laughs> was that the first one? That was made? the first joke I ever came up with. <laughs> double header. I, I should tell it on stage. It'd be fun. That's pretty good. If I can take it back to Boom. seventh, take yeah. it back to seventh grade. Boom. <laughs> it's, yeah, you just got. You just. Have, this is my first joke. I wrote it in seventh grade. And you just. I can't apologize for it, dude. Can't apologize for the joke before I do it. I definitely got to just give him the joke. And then if it sounds good, brag it up. Because be like, I wrote that joke in seventh grade, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I've been writing these for years. Man. Yeah, yeah. You, you I've had turn, these for years. You don't turn the seventh grade into a brag. Hopefully, you try to convert to a. At this a, point, yeah, at this point, process. I bomb per, on purpose because that's the only way yeah, I get pleasure only anymore. Only way I get a thrill. It's <laughs> from bombing. I've uh, I've killed so many times I can't remember them. Yet. Yeah, actual people and jokes. It's just <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah. But Aaron Duggan, you do hail from the great state of Iowa. That's true. Not to be confused with the great black painter Aaron Douglas. But. Yeah, we looked him up. We saw. I looked him up. Aaron Douglas was a painter. He was an African American painter in like the early like part of the 20th century, and it was just like I thought it was this like a is that like a state? I thought it was originally like a stage name, but no, that is your real because some people just have stage names. Like I've never found right, out right, their right. actual. Well, I don't blame anybody. I don't blame. Uh... What's this? Like, Andrew Dice Clay is something else. Yeah. And, uh, Larry the Cable Guy is, I believe, Dan Whitney. <laughs> is his name or something like that? Larry the Cable Guy definitely is just something about Yeah, he obviously doesn't say guy ca- Cable Larry. Guy yeah. on his birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, right, yeah, yeah, but, I don't know, whatever. It is what it is. But, no, uh, you, the, uh, looking up of Aaron Douglas Black Painter was part of the fire shit we were spitting yeah 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 well it was like well i thought it'd be like i thought that'd be like i thought that was like yeah like your stage name then you go look mm-hmm. the guy up because you know you worked in like trades and stuff like this so i figured it's like i don't know to me it was just kind of it's just funny it's like in the show louis wherever it's like he has his um he has well, his ex-wife or something like that his ex-wife's a black lady or something and his kids are like white it's just like something like he scripted see, that in. and this is me being an activist you see i just want to raise awareness and that's why i'm aaron douglas so when people google me they'll get the great black painter <laughs> aaron see, douglas yeah. i'm just i'm just trying to shine the light and it was good i like the paintings too. <laughs> the art looked it looked see? like metropolis that's what it looked like you know oh, about those yeah, metropolis dude, that's posters yeah. that's what kind of maybe design have you ever seen that's... metropolis no metropolis is a movie i bought a copy of it off the internet uh, i've seen it for real before yeah. not in the theater or nothing obviously but the copy I got was like some Korean bootleg, and it didn't work. Like it went up to like it went up to like twenty five minutes, and then it tanked. But Metropolis, for your listeners, check it out if you want to see something. Super fun movie, the type of thing you don't really have to pay attention to. There is a plot, you know what I mean. But uh, it's uh, a, not a talkie. It's a silent movie, you know. So it's got composed music that's really good and lots of. 
crazy 60s sci-fi, like, not even that, probably 40s sci-fi. Yeah. You know, like, machines and shit. It's pretty fucking cool. And it's all, it's all a metaphor for, uh, government and society. It's pretty interesting. Anyway, Metropolis. Big, totally big, worth... Even Metropolis. If, even if you're just cleaning the house and you put it on the TV. You just tear the... Yeah, you just tear the... Yeah, you just tear it from the... You just tear the music and it'll get you in a mood while yeah. you're cleaning. It makes you want to clean harder, you know? <laughs> It might. You dude. become like claustro- you become claustrophobic because you feel got Metropolis. Yeah, 1927, 1927. German expressionist science fiction See, drama. That's what I'm about. These are German machines chewing people up. Yeah, they were warning. It was the warning. It's <laughs> like we're the co- they're like they're like the we're 20s? common. There's sense? the future. It was yeah, 1927. Oh film. my god, that's a funny way to watch that movie. I'll have to think about that and be like, in seven years later, they were committing the Holocaust. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. Can't stop. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was post First World War for them, right? Oh, uh, yeah, the inter the interwar. Yeah, that's like period. right in between. The crazy. Wow, inter- that's an interesting way yeah, to watch interwar. that movie. It's kind of like what Ven- it's kind of like what Venezuela is right now, you know, with all the hyperinflation and shit. They got all this oil. They don't know what the fuck to do. Chavez died, right? And Hugo. Hugo. What yeah. a pimp name. I don't know much about Chavez other than he ran his country to the ground, if I'm correct. Yeah. I think he was a socialist. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, uh, like a so And he'd go to the UN and talk smack against the US, I guess. I'll tell you what sucks is it really sucks having to work for everything, but it's the only thing that things work, you know? Yeah. It's when you, <laughs> like, actually, when you actually do it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, but what if we just made a law that we don't have to do it? And you're like, okay, but it might not get done. You're like, no, no, magic somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somebody will do it. Now it's like all these jobs. Now it's like you go anywhere. You got gas station, uh, just food service yeah. everywhere. Grocery stores, nobody wants to do it. So Nobody. And now, now this is what they do. They're like, good. Now the machines come in. They push in the machines. Well... They're doing, Excellent it at Chi- they're doing it at geckos. Do you like think that's self checkouts? Do you think that that's calculated or coincidence? I'm I'm leaning toward coincidence, but it's funner if it's it's a, it's a flip flip coin. It really coin is flip. because especially like Walmart, like Walmart's really done like self checkouts. Just boom, self checkouts, and then a, like just yeah, other places. One of Bill Burr's like breakout bits on his first special. I think it was his first special. Well, fuck, it probably was his first special. Probably one of his first big specials after the Philly set went wrong. Was that uh, bit about going to the grocery store and what's with these self checkout things? He's like, "Oh, great! Now I work here, huh?" You know, he's like, "He's something about sweeping up after and blah blah blah." But getting a sand, getting a sandwich. They're like, and then you put the mail on. It's like, no, you make that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're putting it on me. (laughs) Great bit, but in the and it's so true, man. Like if 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 you tell a corporation that you'll do it for them. I'm like, well, that's just lower cost for us. You know what I mean? So then, yeah, you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll so, just be like cool. I'm like, because honestly, do you think a self checkout lane costs any more money than a cash register, a belt, and a person to stand next to it? It probably costs less, yeah. much less, in, in, in over the time of a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're definitely willing to put us to work at their fucking company. You know, Why you not? Know what the thing is with these fucking companies? It's like these corporations seem so evil, it's so fucked up, so calculating. Until you yourself become the corporation <laughs> yeah and make a make like a wwe that's always a wrestling like heel turn yeah yeah you go oh shit wait oh i can make more money just legal you get a sign up for a little llc or something and it's a hundred bucks yeah. so like yeah well, go to town you know you've worked with me before probably the uh, uh i'm a home improvement contractor here in yeah. pittsburgh so like 
every once in a while I'll have projects big enough I need to hire somebody on and it's it's fine like there was a big push pre-COVID or not pre-COVID during COVID for a $15 an hour minimum wage I believe yeah and people were fucking on this side or that side and who gives a shit but the thing is is everyone who was always like yeah just do it they never ran a company man to pay somebody $15 an hour is a big hurdle for a uh, startup business. You a know lot of I mean? startups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're normally a, a staff of one or two, and then every once in a while you need a staff of five for a month, your company's just not set up to work on those margins. You know, your customers are like, whoa, whoa, where's all this extra cost? You know, coming from all that kind of... Anyway, but now that they've destroyed the dollar over the last two years, they'll ha- we're going to have to pay people 15 an hour. I, I, I don't deny it. I'm just going to start charging people more, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, everything costs more. So I don't think I've ever worked with you. I've worked with, um, I've worked with Sky, and I worked with another uh, painter, Thomas. I've worked with those guys. Okay, yeah, yeah. I knew you'd done a little tradey. Done some tradey during the COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. when it just smacked, I was like, what do we do? Was nice. It was pretty, honestly, like, looking back in March 20th, it was a bit scary for a bit. Just how everything just shut down. It's like, Jesus Christ. I remember uh, one week, and it was nice driving here, by the way, because I took the exit I would normally take to go to Hambones. Yeah. So it was old school, because for the listener, who may or may not remember... If uh, Hambones if, was a spot. Yeah, if they're from Pittsburgh, Hambones was the spot for comedy. It was like, I don't know, it was the spot, you know? And then it, during COVID, it went out of business because the guy who owned it drank himself to death. And uh, God bless his soul. Uh, but regardless, this exit on the way here is how I used to drive there. So good old times. But uh, what were we talking about before all that? It was uh, some about small business. I yeah, think. we were talking about business. Yeah, costs and working. And how, how like with COVID, it got uh, oh, well, sort yeah, of a bit. Yeah. yeah, it was like scary. Like I was like a bit. Yeah, geez, this is not. But then by the time like summer hit, right? Just something like in me was like. All right, we, let's go outside. But that's what I was saying. That's what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Is I remember one week making like a joke, like I coughed on stage and was like, oh, you guys ever been to China this time of year? It's beautiful, you know? <laughs> and then people were like, ha, 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 COVID joke. And then the next week, the whole fucking city was shut down. You know what I mean? And that's pretty serious stuff, dude. Ah, yeah. It was. It literally happened. I remember like there was a thing at um, Pittsburgh. They were having like the open mic contest. Yeah. And they'd, it was just going around like, I think it was right when the NBA canceled the season. Everyone was like, oh, shit. Yep. It's like, See, oh, shit. That, I hear that all the time. That's what most people's thing was. They're like, you mean they're not going to play basketball? No? There's no more <laughs> basketball? <laughs> now, I, I love basketball. I remember when I They're knew like, pitchers serious. and catchers don't report. It's like, oh. <laughs> sports, sports are gone. That's when you know society's like crumbling. You're well, like, shit. And it really is a big hurdle because there's a lot of money in sports. You know, it's a... a ter- yeah. Ter- and you couldn't even gamble. And you couldn't even gamble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what would you... Like, everyone's just like, all hyped up. All this, I mean, all this money. You know, all this stimulus. <laughs> what's his name? Mark Cuban from here... In Pittsburgh, but not here now. Yeah, he just bought a town to, or something. For him to fucking be like, you know what? I'm not going to make the millions on basketball this year. That's a pretty big fucking commitment. Yeah, I think he owns one of the fucking. I feel like a Mark Cuban, like he always, he's like one of those guys that's like always in the news, like every month, uh-huh. like a George Clooney or like Brad Pitt. I feel like with those guys aren't in the news for like one month, they're cutting themselves in their fucking mansion. Like, true, Nobody's dude. talking about me. He really is their attention P- whore. Yeah, that he's PR. Game. Have you seen uh, Shark Tank? He's on Shark Tank. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. like... And he... All of those guys are attention whores, but he's probably like the one biggest, of the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of other people on that. And from what I've heard, actually, I think he's worth as much money as the entire panel combined. 
Yeah, he's worth like way more than that. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone yeah. who's sitting around him, like, if he wanted to outbid him, he could. And even if it was a bad investment, it wouldn't hurt him. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like um, with who's like the other guy on that show? His name's Kevin something. Kevin. They call him Mister Wonderful, I think. Yeah, but, and then the whatever. bald head guy. It's like Kevin, Kevin something, Kevin. Kevin Eubanks. I think his name's Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, he's a that Canadian businessman. Yeah. Canadian. Yeah. Well, how many fucking uh, what do they call those loonies? Is he worth? <laughs> <laughs> What's his net worth in loonies, bro? Net worth. <laughs> four hundred million. Yeah, right, that's right. like that's like US that's like dollars? one that's like one tenth of a Mark Cuban. Four hundred yeah. million US dollars. US dollars to loonies. We're gonna see how much he's worth in Canada. <laughs> Let's see, US dollar to Canadian dollar exchange rate. Oh my god. Now I'm gonna do real math. Oh wait, wait, oh it does it for me. Okay. Amount. In U.S. dollars. You said 400 million? Yeah. 400. 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3. Go. It's almost like even, I think. Canadian, U.S. No, dollar. dude. That's 5.12 million loonies, dude. Loonies? 1, 2, 3, 1, 2. Jesus Christ. They need to put commas in this. What kind of a dollar calculator doesn't use commas? 1 U.S. dollar equals 1.28 Canadian dollar. See? One, two, three. Two, three. Oh, dude, it's a lot more. It's Yeah, it's 512. 512 into his 400. I'm just saying, I don't want to be so Amero-centric. I know it's America First podcast. You know? Uh, yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we do like the... Everything's in dollars, feet, inches. But we don't like the metric system. If you try to... Yeah, like, when I'm talking... You know, if I'm on a dating app or something like that... I'm talking to a girl. She's from Europe, and she's giving me, you know, um, you know, one point seven three kilometers, however tall she is. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know that shit. What's yeah. the foot? We drink sixteen ounce glasses, not pints. You know what I mean? Yeah, no pints here. <laughs> pints are for fucking bitches, dude. We don't put up with that. <laughs> dude, it's all American. It's all Pittsburgh. What did you say you were doing last night? You said you were tired from something. Oh, I was at the pit. I was at the. Uh, you were I, no, game. I wasn't. I wasn't at the game. I was oh, just chilling. Okay. I was chilling at a bar, just like watching it with some buds, and we were just hanging out. Dude, of course, drink too much. Old German. You drink too much old German, dude. That'll. Isn't that the one with like the cartoon character? Yeah, like the cartoon. Yeah, Is that good? No, but it's. Oh. <laughs> it's <laughs> Is it as good as hams? Nothing's as good as hands. I agree, you know? man. But yeah. still, I mean, that was a test, and you passed. So good work. Old Jersey here. They got the old German. Yeah, it's like good the little cartoon guy. Wait a minute. Yep. Yep, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. I only see that. He's one. like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta go to like a real. Well, not. I mean, there might be somewhere else, but you gotta go to like a real beer locker. You know what I mean? To find the old Germans cold. They're yeah, not, just, <laughs> they're yeah. not gonna have in like Iowa or something. Well, I don't think. I think that must be an eastish coast area. Iowa's where I'm from. You probably know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. the listeners. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, actually, you tried to allude to that earlier. Yeah. Right? So you were gonna. So like in I like grown up in Iowa. Iowa. The first caucus it was a big deal. That's what we care. That's <laughs> Iowa, New Hampshire. Yeah, Iowa right? caucus, yeah. Yeah. So what's and, that like, you know, when these people from the coast come in there and they just go, I'm just like you. And you're like, dude. <laughs> and you're just like, dude, we're far, we're farming. We're, at, we're farming. They and never are just like reading us. Reading books and just, you know, we're just chilling out and then drinking and driving 
on the weekends. You know what I mean? This is it's Iowa true. Show. That's that's how it works. Honestly, well, I think church, every, church on Sunday too. I think every state has its fair share of drunk drivers, but in the rural states, it's much safer. <laughs> Safe you know? drunk driving. So it's yeah. like it's like saying, you know, <laughs> is there a good drunk driving? No, but is there a best drunk driving? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that happens in the middle of the country. Where the <laughs> yeah, that's where it's that like the racing, like the yeah, the drag, drag racing. racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to drag too. race in high school. I mean, yeah. we didn't even have fast cars, but we just were like, "Fuck it." There's a lot of straight roads, and we're just getting cars. You yeah, know? everything the elite, all right, the elite on the coast knows about the Midwest is from them listening to Bruce Springsteen songs. Uh, yeah, and he doesn't really have a. High opinion of the United States. I don't know if you actually like pay attention to the song, and I'm not saying whatever about Bruce. Fucking, you guys can great singer. Yeah, do what you do with him. But uh, he's not. His albums were. He's not what I would call a Reagan type of guy. (laughs) A true patriot. Which is what we call that a true patriot out here. Yeah. He grew up in that era. I actually, when I lived, I lived in Lincoln, Nebraska. So I lived around the Midwest and in Colorado. And now here in Pennsylvania. But uh, when I lived in Lincoln, Nebraska, Bob Dylan and the boss did a concert together at the minor league baseball stadium. And What, uh, years ago? This was years ago? Yeah, years oh, ago. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, it had to have been seven or more years ago. You know what I mean? But uh, regardless, we didn't pay to go. We just went and it's a fucking open baseball field you know there's no roof on it you know so we just laid in the grass by the outfield and listened to the concert it was terrible dude <laughs> right? it was it fucking bad. terrible it sounded right? bad it, was, it, was not, it wasn't the, wasn't the 70s or 80s anymore it was like, uh, Jesus Christ these are the old yeah. rock stars they don't even sound good no no yeah. they were They. I don't know how old those guys are but I'm guessing they're 70-ish yeah. you know what I mean so yeah. they were pretty fucking old when they were at that thing anyway. I saw them that was like my first concert I went to. I saw him at Bruce Springsteen. Soldier, yeah, at Soldiers and Sailors with my dad. I remember going with him and there were these four guys, four or five guys that were in college. They were wearing like Bruce Springsteen shirts. They looked like college dudes. They were like, yeah, the button. They were just like, they were just, they were just blown away by the music. They couldn't believe it. Oh, that's good. Though, good for him. He's still tapping that young market. Yeah. Who knew? The young, uh, the young fella that can't get laid market. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, 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 yeah. And, well, they made the song. Well, they made the song "Born to Run." Like I think the state song in New Jersey. I remember reading something where it's like Bruce Springsteen's like that's kind of odd because the song's about leaving New Jersey. It really is We're about getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> and that's Bruce Springsteen's whole ethos. Fame wrapped up in yeah, it's, it's getting away fame. from this fucking country. <laughs> well, it's it's people love me, but they misinterpreted what I was saying. Yeah. That's like... What, Everything I've ever said. Yeah, it's like, it like, born in the USA. Like, like, oh, like, where's yeah. my fucking bandana? Let's ride. And they hop on their Harleys, you know, but then... But dude, that was like such, that was like such the look in the 80s. Like he tapped into that, like sold out and just totally like tapped into all that and it yeah. fucking worked for him. And then he got out. I think he's a true believer, you know? I mean, he... Uh, he does a podcast with Barack Obama, for God's sake. So, yeah, that's a good time. That's so, you know, whatever, live your life. I'm just, when I have to analyze, like, what I think, it basically paralyzes me after a while. Cause I, uh, the core of what I think is that I shouldn't be interfering with other people. But since other people insist on interfering with me... <laughs> to inter- just like to say something. <laughs> it, just, it just kind of... Pers- well, it... it it basically makes me have not conversation with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
I guess that's your right to think that and make me want to do that, you know? So, yeah. it sucks. But, that's not Bruce's opinion. <laughs> Bruce. So, Bruce Springsteen, so, Bruce Springsteen in Iowa. Well, well you like, said Lincoln. This is in Lincoln and Bob Dylan. Yeah, the, the yes, ball they were terrible. Oh. They were terrible. And uh, we wow. did lay there and listen for probably at least an hour and a half. I don't know how long the full concert was. Uh, and I wasn't... I wasn't upset to leave early, I guess. That's all I think. <laughs> Lincoln's an interesting city, though. It's the uh, capital of Nebraska, which you'd think would, Omaha would be, because, I don't know, it's the bigger city. Yeah. But they have uh, this capital building, and it's probably four or five story tall, you know, for the most of it. Yeah. But in the very center of it, like most capitals, there's a dome, except for the dome is like 20 stories tall. Wow. <laughs> so people, so people call it like the Wang of the Midwest because it looks like a big dick, you know. <laughs> and on the very top of it is a guy with a bunch of seeds, and he's grabbing the seeds and throwing them into the wind. <laughs> they, That's very of the Midwest. Yeah, and they call it the sower. So it's basically the the Wang of the Midwest uh, throat spreading its seeds. Oh, I'm seeing. Yeah, it does Have look you crazy. Seen it? Yeah, the Capitol Dome looks nuts. Yeah, it's good. yeah, it just goes up. It's just a big. Should, is there a picture of the sower? Put it. Type in uh, Nebraska Capital Sower and see what comes up. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah like, dude. He's, he's going just, to he's, town. He's throwing his hips out forward and he's just like throwing grass seeds. He's going, he's like going to town. He's like, like a base. <laughs> would have been a great baseball. Would have been a great baseball pitcher. His yeah, form. Yeah. His form was yeah, perfect. Yeah. But he's like, nah, man. I'm not in the sport. I'm into. I'm into the. I'm into spreading great, the seed. Spreading the seed in, over the mm-hmm. land. Over the land of Lincoln. Oh, yeah, I always loved that. I do want to take a road trip like that, a road trip out all the way to the coast and come back, like California. It's like, I think it's some, I'm sure you've obviously have done that. No, I've, yeah. I've never uh, been, well, I've been to California only to, well, actually when I was probably in my early teens, I went to a wedding in California and that was pretty cool. We stayed in a beach house and everything. And then, awesome. uh, yeah. Uh, I basically been in San Francisco for four or five hours for layover flights. Yeah. You know what I mean? But other than that, that's my the max of my California experience. But I have I've been up to the mountains and stuff anyway, and I do I do love a good road trip. Iowa, New York, California, Florida, and Colorado. You'll see those license plates. Maybe maybe Nevada. You see those license plates. Everywhere in the lower 48 states. Because people who grow up in those states, like, if something's three hours away, yeah, that's how long it takes to get there. Who cares? And they get in their car and drive three hours to go yeah. do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're just, they don't give a fuck. They, wouldn't, they don't even consider getting on airplanes to go on vacation, you know? It's all drive. Yeah, yeah. So I've well, it's like drive 15. Trip. Yeah, drive 15 hours, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my brother did that with uh, the buddy of his guest, Pot Keegan. They drove... Uh-huh. All the way to Cal, they drove all the way to California. Like I don't think they drove down the coast. I don't, maybe ah, uh, they drove a little bit. They met some of his family there, like Keegan's family. Yeah, so to, it's a good time in SoCal or the middle of California or the. Northern I think they. California. I think they went. They're all different. Yeah, they kind of went. They kind of went all, all the way to like like near San. They were like near San Francisco, okay. then like along the coast. And I think they saw. They kind of like grazed like above L.A. They didn't go in L.A., but they yeah, kind of yeah. saw it like. Afar, and then they kind of went inland, and we're going to like Arizona and shit. And I think they went to um, Grand Canyon and shit. So that's like yeah, I've never been to the Grand Canyon. Big regret. There's some travel regrets I have. Um, 
Never been to the Grand Canyon. My family did a road trip to the Grand Canyon while I lived in Nebraska, but I something scheduling wise just wasn't going to work. So they all went and saw that. I didn't get to. Um, this very recently, we drove to Boston and there was a big accident on the normal turnpike that we take. Yeah. So it diverted us south and we ended up driving through New Jersey and you could see New York from the highway, but I've never been to New York. And I was like, I wish I could go there. But I'm unvaccinated, so they probably wouldn't even let me fucking... <laughs> I'm serious. They probably no. wouldn't even let me go in. Like, like, if I wanted to go there, I'd go to the Comedy Cellar or something, you know, see a great comedy show. But I couldn't do that right yeah. now. So hopefully someday freedom will be legal again. But, <laughs> but, 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 but so I wish I'd gone to New York. And then the third one is kind of rings with that. And that's that uh, when I was a senior in high school, we uh, Iowa still has a traditional senior trip. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Senior Trip or whatever. I've like heard of it. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's literally kind of like that. They literally t- they take, in our school, it's only like, you know, between 85 and 65 kids per class. You yeah. know what I mean? So they rent two or three like Greyhound style buses. You know what I mean? And they travel from Iowa to New York and back and see everything of historical value that they can find. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to do that, and at the time I had a broken ankle and I was on crutches and there's a ton of walking like on the trip. They say it's like 50 some miles worth of walking because you're going around Gettysburg, you're going through this. And blah, blah. Between that and me being a lazy POS... Um, because I needed to raise money, like I had to go to the fundraisers and things like that to be eligible, I didn't go on that senior trip. And that would have been sweet because I would have stood on the top of the Twin Towers like months before the fuckers were leveled. Oh, shit. Like, how yeah. cool How cool would those pictures be, dude? Yeah. Just be like, who's us chilling on the Twin Towers, bro? Yeah, in no, June, <laughs> June of <laughs> yeah, 2000, June exactly. 2001. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Fucking oldie but a goodie. Wouldn't that mean that? Uh, Before the selfie. Yeah, yeah. Selfies up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, there was the internet, but we were emailing each other. We were... <laughs> yeah, that was... And that's probably my... That's, cra- that's crazy, because it's like, that was... Probably like one of my nine eleven was definitely like one of my earliest memories. I remember like a lot from that day. It almost seems like a, like a dream, but like yeah. I just remember going home from school early. That was like the nice part of it. There, and watching it, it was looked like diehard. Like as a kid, you couldn't yeah, really. Well, I looked crazy. And you you were a child. You were like I know. I do sit. That's great. You, you were like, like senior. Yeah, I was like six. And meanwhile, you're like senior in high school. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah exactly. Now. So, but what I'm what I'm here to tell you is either. Either the mind doesn't develop, like, I don't know. The point being is I was also childish, you know what I mean? Like, I'm almost almost ashamed. Yeah, I'll say I'm slightly ashamed of the way I acted on 9-11. Because uh, my whole life I've been, like, punk rock, you know what I mean? And I, I wouldn't say that, like, I look like a Travis Barker type or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But as far as I'm concerned, my spirit is punk rock, you know what I mean? And I grew up being a skate punk in a small town in Iowa where that was not a cool thing to do, but I just, I mean, what's more punk than doing what's not cool? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and what's more punk than, like, having a job and going home? Right, right, right. Yeah. So I was I was totally anti-establishment, and uh, on 9-11, like, all the establishments were attacked. And I was like, this is crazy! <laughs> like, 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 me and all my skate punk friends were like, you seen what they're doing? Like, we never even thought about it in human, like... Uh, 
measures. We only thought about it like in political measures. Political like, like punk, yeah, just yeah, punk, yeah, like no, stupid kid. It's like, dude, it's like those people in there were just working. Like, yeah, just exactly. Yeah, it's like exactly. Yeah, it took all these different like meetings. Yeah, and we were and like shit. literally excited to see what was going to happen next. Yeah, know? it was just like a bad. It's yeah. not like a good way to. It's shit. not a good way to view shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, then, oh, what's the next horrible well, thing? Well, don't get me wrong. Nine months later, when my dad was being uh, shipped to Kuwait, I was like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so it's know, going down. So this is how this stuff works. Also... So your dad's in the, was in the army. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was he's National Guard, which can be... Which is technically the governor's army, if that makes sense. So every state has their own National Guard, which is the best argument for... And never mind, I was going well armed militia, fucking stuff, blah, blah, blah. Point is, is he's a National Guard, but at any time, the president can call the governor and say, hey, can I use your army? And if the governor says, fuck yeah, you can, then those people become full time army. Okay. So the National Guard could convert. Yeah, exactly. So so he was deployed to both Iraq and Afghanistan, as well as several friends of mine, because he literally got my friend help didn't get him in but helped them get into the military because they were going in anyway because that was one like like we were saying about Bruce the song's literally about leaving New Jersey well leaving Iowa often in, often entailed joining the army <laughs> you know what I mean? what, yeah cause yeah cause, like cause most people in Iowa like tend to just they like life they tend to stay yeah you, you mean either you either you join the army you go see the world you come back you know you move 30 miles from where your parents live. That way there's enough room that they don't drive there every day. You know? <laughs> to visit, yeah, to visit. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, but that's 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 a pretty close blueprint for a lot of people. Is that I myself have stretched my legs a little bit more. And I'd say probably half of the people nowadays are moving away. But that's kind of, of a trend. I don't know if it's a trend or not. Where the cities are getting bigger and the... The rural end, areas yeah, getting, getting smaller, getting, yeah, getting less cities just, populated. Yeah, which is why the electoral college is fucking po- is important. People don't people don't want to give the electoral college credit. Uh, no pun intended, but uh, there are people who like pound for pound are doing the work that it takes to feed like twenty people. You know what I mean? And just because they don't live next to those people doesn't mean they don't know more about that work. Yeah. So if you're going to make the food for 20 people, or in my some of my friends' cases, thousands of people, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? They're like, like basically fought like farmers. Yeah, yeah, like that's you, kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and yeah, yeah, because the other industries can take place. Like we do have other industry, but those industries can happen in, you know, New Jersey if they want to. Yeah. But you can't grow, you know, thousands of acres of soybeans and hundreds of head of, or bellies of pork, you know. In New Jersey, it just, it's not going to happen. Yeah, they don't have to. Yeah, it's not going to happen. The soil is just so toxic yeah. from all the dumping. And for <laughs> you and can't for, do it. It's like gun laws, you know. And for for people who don't do that work, why should they be making the decisions about that work? Yeah. And that's why the electoral college is important. You know what I mean? Because that's what they said that was about. It was just with agri- It was a big agriculture thing. Uh, I'm not sure. That's I'm not sure. I mean, I, it definitely manifests itself in that way. Um, I believe. Uh, the, that's part of the idea behind it, or that's at least one of the large defenses for it, is that that there are different industries in different areas, and that we need to acknowledge that those industries, and this is where you could make an argument, um, you need to acknowledge that those industries are equally beneficial for all. And just because most people don't live next to that industry doesn't mean 
that it should be regulated by the people who don't do that. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So if you give everyone equal votes by population or whatever, supposedly it would disenfranchise the Midwest. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's the, the biggest. So the Midwest is like, yeah, we're calling the shots here. First to vote. Well, if you, yeah. Like the EPA, um, I don't know where they are, but I'm sure they're not located in Des Moines. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's so, in, in soulless yeah. Washington D.C. So if they want to make a law about cow farts, it's right off the Potomac. Yeah, yeah. cow fart legislation. Yeah. They don't even know what the air samples in Iowa are. You know, yeah. so who knows? They just see Iowa. They're like, yes. <laughs> they're like, too many cows, too many farts. <laughs> you need to move all your cow farts to South Dakota. And I'll be the them. first to admit, cow farts stink. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Not right. good. When I lived in Colorado, there was a sheep farm between me and the mountains, and uh, I'd ride my <laughs> motorcycle. Because in, in Colorado, two-thirds of the state is is nothing. It's flat. And then one-third of the state is fucking jagged-ass mountains. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'd ride across the last couple miles of flat, and there's a sheep farm. And on a motorcycle, dude, it would almost knock you off that thing. Nothing but six-inch deep puddles of, you know, two-month-old piss. On top of shit, yeah. like it was gross. <laughs> not good. So yeah. you said Colorado. You tell me you used to live in Boulder. Yeah, so you lived well. in Bo- was it Boulder before? Boulder. Like it really blew up. You know what I mean? Like I visited there. Like I, I was there like a few years ago. Just, I think Boulder probably blew up in the eighties. To be honest, yeah, that's when it had its. Break. Yeah, so I, I I lived there in the two thousands. Well, hell, I lived there in the probably twenty tens. Yeah, yeah, early twenty tens probably, but. uh First, I live in a place called Greeley, and Greeley um, is one county outside of the mountain counties, if that makes sense. So, Colorado's kind of divided, like, you got these, like, flatland country folk, and then you got, like, these mountain people who are based on tourism and some mining. Yeah, skiing and yeah, yeah. shit like that. And uh, <clears throat> so, I, this town, Greeley, was split in half by the county line, and one part of it was called Garden City and the other part was Greeley and it was right after Colorado legalized uh, marijuana for everybody you know what I mean uh, uh. so Greeley said uh, no we, we won't have legalized marijuana in our county and our sheriff will enforce it but then Garden City which was literally across the street was like it's cool <laughs> <laughs> so you could like cross the street and buy weed and smoke weed and then and it was so silly but uh, that same town, Greeley, is uh, where I believe, well, I shouldn't say started, but Joey Diaz spent a couple of years of his life. It, yeah, it's a, it, he based a lot, has like a lot of his bits based yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he, He's like, back when I lived in Boulder, it was 82. Yeah, there, <laughs> it, it, it is pretty close to Boulder. I was doing meth. And, yeah. just <laughs> and then after Greeley, I moved to, uh, wow, I'm drawing a blank right now. Just 14 miles outside of Boulder. It's the name. Why can't I remember the name of the town right now? I looked up Greeley. It says, why does Greeley, Colorado smell bad? You can smell Greeley, Colorado long before you can see it. The smell is hard to forget, but not easy to describe. (laughs) (laughs) It says, a combination of live animals, manure, and dead animals being rendered into dog food. Is this even real? It's totally legit. The smell smell is worse during the summer months, blanketing Greeley day and night like an invisible (laughs) fog. It's a little strong, but it's true, dude. You, you, it smells wind, like shit there. The wind comes from the fucking east, and if you get what they call a, what do they call it, up, up, 
up something upslope an upslope that's the type of weather formation uh where it comes from east to west you can smell some shit all over uh, that's... yeah yeah there's a comedy club there Greeley shut down when I was in Greeley but the sign was still up and I would see the dead sign and then I would hear Joey Diaz on podcast talking about that place so it was interesting anyway but could yeah be really the exact opposite of Hawaii look up hit, hit a map of Boulder I can do it right now actually on my phone probably faster Boulder Colorado right Boulder. I remember walking around Boulder Longmont. it was nice that's though. what it is I didn't have to look it up Longmont I used to live in Longmont which is 14 miles outside of Boulder and I worked inside Boulder Moving furniture uh, for a furniture moving company. And that guy was crooked as shit, dude. It was so funny. <laughs> what, the owner of that business? Yeah, like, yeah, it was awesome. We he had just like, gamble and shit a lot, too. He's one of those no, smoking cigars. I, and, he was know. just a weird, eccentric guy. I don't think he had any like addictions, you know what I mean? But he was just a weird, stocky, fat guy who had made... Bad business decision after bad business decision after bad business. You know what I mean? So he got a, so a lot of money. Like, yeah, like the only thing that ever And some worked, of them weren't good people that he owed money to. <laughs> the only thing that had ever really turned a profit for him, I think, was this moving company that I was working for. Yeah. And the only reason it turned a profit was because uh, he would do same-day deals and stuff like that for people. You know, like yeah. most highly reputable... Moving companies, if you call them, they're like, yeah, we can get you in in a couple of months. You know? <laughs> like, so, but, so anyway, he, uh, he had made some money when he was younger. And then he moved to Hawaii or visited Hawaii, I don't know, for a long time. Like a year and a half at least. You know what a I lot mean? of people, a lot of weird types move, do move to Hawaii. Yeah. And while he was there, he met another businessman, Shyster. Businessman. Big quotes. <laughs> exactly. Entrepreneur. And uh, I don't remember what company he, it was that he had pointed to as a great success, but he was he had gotten convinced that sandals were the new thing he needed to get invested for. So he put $500,000 into a company called Hawaiian Jellies. <laughs> and I believe I believe the fucking place tanked immediately. <laughs> like, or, yeah, just the name Jellies. Yeah, like, or it was a startup that never started up. You know what I mean? But, but they had a warehouse... Uh, as part of his moving company, and uh, we would store stuff for customers, you know, their household yeah. goods. But half of the storage was just pallets and pallets and pallets <laughs> of Hawaiian sandals. <laughs> yeah. And no one wanted them. He couldn't find any way to get rid of them. He owned all these fucking sandals, and, <laughs> and just, nobody wanted. And they were just these cheap, crappy. They were just they not were, even like they didn't even look good. It was like you. Uh, it probably was a hundred percent. You know, uh, Crocs. Yeah. It was like. The material Crocs are made out of, made into a sandal. Oh. And then with like a little palm tree put on the top. And that was it. And he had them for sale on eBay and stuff. And just... It didn't work. Nobody but yet, yet some Yet somehow Oakley, you know, stuff like brands like that, yeah, they yeah. catch on. And all it says is Oakley. I think that... I don't get it. I guess it's just that other... It's kind of like Carhartt now. You see that everywhere. The work shirt? Yeah. yeah. I see it every... It's like leisure wear now. It used to be like the work wear. Yeah. But I got... You know, I got two of them. And everyone's like... <laughs> no, you're right, dude. It's like... like it's caught uh, on everywhere. Yeah. Girls get the beanie. Doc Martens are supposed to be a, I got, an example of that. I got the, Doc Martens. Those too, were man. originally For the post, a real post work boot. Yeah, poster workers. Yeah, yeah. They're solid. I just got some. Thank God. Walking up the street, catching <clears> the bus and shit. Gets... Uh, 
There's a punk rock group called the Bouncing Souls. Any listener should look them up. You can't be disappointed by the Bouncing Souls. Um, But the Bouncing Souls are called the Bouncing Souls because that was one of Doc Martin's original... Like brands? uh, um, What do you want to call it? Ad campaigns? Yeah, ad campaigns. Because they were one of the... Like, you know Nike Air? Yeah, Air Nike Air stole Doc Martin technology. Doc Martens are the first sole with air inside, air pockets inside the sole. Interesting, huh? Nike's stealing everything. That's punk rock shit. Stealing sweatshops. <laughs> Fuck Nike. It's like, just, yeah. I have Nike shoes on right now. So Do you really? Different. Do you have any Nike shorts? What are your shorts? I probably have a few. This is like, I don't know. This is like kind of a... This got the not, champion 412 on. The, yeah, the champion. Remember, champion was all over the place for a couple years. Now it's kind of gone again. But champion was, champion. for about good three years, it was like champion was Which cool. Which was the, actually the second hump. Champion. Champion's a lot like COVID. It had a peak in its day. It's come down a like lot. Like my dad still wears the champion. Yeah. Like my dad <laughs> yeah. has like a workout shirt. It'll be just this, yeah. ta- this tattered okay. cut tattered cutoff from 25, yeah, from 30 what years year of working. Look up what year Champion started. Uh, the founding of Champion clothing. Whatever year it was. It's got to be like the 60s or something. What's it say? Damn it! It doesn't. I'm looking it up. Well, I because my this. phone, like my phone, is so. Uh, your phone's better than it's, your computer. It's so. Yeah, because my this computer's like I've had this eight years, so it's it runs a bit slow. I remember Champion was a very reputable brand even in the late '90s because I was old enough to be brainwashed by the other kids at school that that like, wore were, it. Yeah, that there were cool cool things I should be doing. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like what catches on, it goes. It used to be formerly the Knickerbocker Knitting Company from 1919-1930s, and then Champion Knitting Mills, Inc., 1930s to now. So it started out in 1919 private for 70 years and became a subsidiary. All right. I'm yeah. going to say, say to Google what I think Google wants to know. Champions. 1919. Peak sales year champion clothing. Macy's. It says sales year. Stupid fucking... Stupid computers. They think they're so smart. And this is why they're going to murder us someday. Because we're like, no, they're smart. And that's going to be like, peak sales. And you're like, no, I meant sales. And either way, we're all dead. Okay, peak. P-E-A-K. Go. What about Russell Browns? November 5th, 2019. Stellar growth. Oh, that's the most growth in one year. It didn't say the peak here. I do you think it was. I do guess. think it was like late eighties, early nineties. Because on the Dice album, he met, he brings it up in uh, oh, day, really? of the La- day of the Laughter died. He says something like, "Everybody wears champions." He calls them champions because everybody's wearing. It. So it, that must have been like 1998, and that's like that was when it yeah, really, like, like popped. And it became lame. And then yeah, then it became lame. Like True, five years later, because it was something your dad wore. Like uh exactly. And it was. It was something dad's wore. Like my dad wore. Yeah. And that, then the kids, did, then, you know, get. You know, sign a couple NBA stars and you're rolling, dude. When I was a kid, starter coats were the coolest. Do you know what I'm talking about? Star, I've heard start of the brand. Yeah. yeah. That's it. <clears throat> and so, obviously, everyone was sports ball. If you were going to have a sweet-ass Steelers 412 sports ball jacket, yeah. windbreaker, starter would have been the gig. It would have been the gig. <laughs> yeah, just that little... Yeah, like, has, oh, you it got it. S and yeah. A, yeah, and a star. What and, do you have? You got your vest with the Quaker State. Yeah, these are actually my signature piece. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yeah, it's cla- you got a f- 
How many of those vests do you have? Okay, so I'm wearing what? I'm wearing the Quaker State. I've got uh, the Mormon Seed Company, which was my very first one. And uh, the Pfizer yellow one. Those are my only three genuine... It's Pfizer? It's a Pfizer? It's Pfizer. Like the the pharmaceutical? Yes, but no. So much. <laughs> See, this is why I said when I look up Aaron Douglas, it's like you find the. That's like a little <laughs> in joke, like a wink. Yeah, dude. No, so I bought the Pfizer vest before Pfizer was cool. Uh, now, now people love Big Pharma. Like, if you would have gone to 2011 and said, "Hey, do you guys like Big Pharma?" They'd have been like, "We hate Big Pharma." But now they're like, "Vote for Big Pharma." <laughs> so yeah, I, I remember Norm. Yeah, Norm said that. Like, it's funny how Big Pharma is e- evil till now. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like his like that's kind of creepy with like his because that was like really his last set, real kind of. And I didn't he, see that. I didn't see that. Yeah, like the coronavirus. See, it's he, there's like five minute clip of Norm talking about the coronavirus. I gotta look that up. It's pretty funny. He just drop that at the end of the episode. Oh yeah, we'll <laughs> plug it. Look up Norm McDonald talks about coronavirus at improv or some shit. Yeah, it is pretty nuts, man. Because like you have an opioid epidemic, you have. Uh, Big Pharma has always been kind of demonized for adding, adding to it. Yeah, fuel to the fire, and well, then now we got like, then boom. Then the COVID things was fucking. With all things in life, you can step it up, but if you step it up <laughs> now, you can't just be normal and enjoy yourself. You, you gotta step I mean? it up again. Yeah, exactly. So like, Big Pharma is like, hey, dude, try out some of these fucking opioids. I know you broke your leg, and you're like. Cool, because my leg hurts. And what you don't realize is, yes, your leg's not going to hurt as much, but also your brain's going to be like, dude, this is new. This is good. We should check out this new shit more often because I'm kind of into this, and it's new. And then, <laughs> and then you're, and then you're like, remember how my leg didn't hurt? And you're like, no, but I do remember that I loved how I felt. You know what I mean? And that's what big pharma does. Big pharma's like, you should check this out. You might feel better. And then what else can you do after that? But keep doing that. That's the thing, like, with the COVID shots, though. Like, these recent boosters and stuff, people feeling like, shit. It looks like we need some of these painkillers again. Dude. <laughs> Everyone's going to be on painkillers from the pain, from no. the pain of the, uh, <laughs> from the pain of the, of the booster vaccine from my, every six so, months. I'm going to use this opportunity to vent because none of the people involved will listen to the Stoogecast, I don't think. But I, uh, growing up in Iowa, there was a ski hill near us. So I learned, I grew up skiing and snowboarding and I know how to do it very well. I was an instructor, blah, 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 national ski patrol, the whole game. And so every year I try to go out to Colorado and ski or snowboard, you know? And I've got friends forever that also do those types of things. And I texted a friend of mine, or whatever you want to guess, an acquaintance of mine. (laughs) And I said, Hey, I'll be out there in February. Um, Going to Snowmass. Uh, let me know if you want to ride. You know, which is what skiing, snowboarding, so. Yeah. And uh, he responds with, "Are you still this type of selfish blah 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 that will sneeze uh, on into their hand and wipe it on their snow pants <laughs> or blow their nose on the ground?" And like he just like went on this tirade. Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> literally two years ago, right before COVID, like like so when I was in Aspen with him. Or snow bass, the whole valley is the same valley. Yeah. Um, when I was there with him, it was the begin. It was right before COVID popped, 
And while we were there, like some male model was on vacation there, and then it was in the news that he had had COVID. A <laughs> male model? Yeah. Well, I mean, they were looking for any celebrity they could that was in America that he has had COVID. COVID. Yeah. Had COVID. Like Tom right. Hanks. Yeah, exactly. Like, the first. It was, it was, it was like, it was, I got it. Yeah, it was right before Tom Hanks type era. All aboard. <laughs> so, either way, the point being is, is I had like a runny nose the whole time I was in Colorado. I just did. And I grew up on a farm. So when you have a runny nose, you put your thumb over one of your nostrils, you blast everything on the ground, and then you put your thumb <laughs> over the other nostril. That's what I would do. And you blast everything onto the ground. Yeah. They call it a farmer blow, you know? Uh, so that's what, I was, <laughs> that's what I was doing when I was snowboarding. Farmer blow. I'm, yeah. I'm in a national park. Who gives a shit? Either way, so then him and his family get a runny nose after, uh-huh. after we fly out. You know what I mean? And now COVID is in the news. And he's got this panic or whatever his brain's doing with COVID at the time. Either way, so he burns a fucking... He's literally burning a 15-year relationship because he had the sniffles for four days. And that's <laughs> that's the fucking insanity that we're, that we're dealing with. Yeah. And on top of that, another friend of ours who also we grew up with, 20 years of friendship, is going on the same vacation. He got COVID from a friend of ours who was vaccinated. He was vaccinated. He gave COVID to his wife, who was vaccinated. Yeah. He's totally, completely willing to hang out with these guys who have factually spread COVID-19, whereas I have paperwork showing I have no antibodies, have never spread COVID-19. Burns a 15-year relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, what the fuck, dude? I'm just saying, like, our country has gotten some weird... Yeah. Fucking priorities, man. Yeah. Some it's weird not, priorities, it's dude. Weird. It's not good. That's not good. It's not good for our relationships, and if we're not together, then we're governed. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? That's not looking hot. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. Sometimes, like, you just don't see... With people, you know, you have, like, relationships in your life. Sometimes just... You know, if it's something over that, like, how much, I guess, of a friendship really was it? You know That's I mean? where I'm at now. That's exactly yeah. where I'm at, Stooch. I'm like, you know what? It was over something, like... Trivial and just petty, kind he of. He literally had four days of sniffles, because I had, if, if if he caught it from me, I had the same thing he had. Yeah, he just gets sick sometimes. And right. Just... And two years later, he's that mad still. Like, that's, pro- you're right, you're it's absolutely right. Like, probably not, probably, yeah, that's all he can talk about. I don't uh, know. That's every day. <sighs> so, oh, you're right, you're probably right, I'm probably... One less problem without you, as they say. <laughs> yeah. We got this, we got, you know, we all have our comedy tours coming up, dude. We got to prepare mm. for that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, whatever that. Um, I am looking forward to it all kind of settling down because, like, most of us, like, when we go out places, we don't seem, I mean, we don't, I'm looking around, people aren't very scared. You know what I mean? Yeah. But most when it comes are, uh, to, like, making plans... You still can't do it. Yeah, making plans is still like tough. Yeah, it's still a tough thing. Like, yeah. how is it? How are you doing? Like, what's yeah? Like, status? Oh, let's go have a show. At blah, blah, blah. Now everybody, when everybody protocols. gets to the thing, people are like mask off and yeah, just yeah, yeah. Out. You're like it's on paper that we were safe, and they're like, yes, and like okay, it's well, documented. I'm not legally yeah. responsible. Yeah, we all we're all documented. Yeah, yeah it's oh. kind of it's kind of like a yeah, it's kind of like covering our covering our ass. It really like, is. It really social. is. Yeah, yeah. I got one cut like yeah. I mean with. I don't know. I think I'm just falling asleep. You're falling asleep? Maybe from your party it. last night, bro. From that, from, from this coffee, from this coffee, and it just, it gets dark so early, man. Like around here, five, 
when it gets dark, starts getting dark at four thirty. That's just this is the worst. You know what's weird year. though is <clears throat> in the winter, comedy does get better. There's something get, about yeah, it. it there's something about better. the energy. There's something yeah. about the energy. Everyone's just miserable. Yeah. When it first and, like, kicks over to winter, the rooms are really small. No one, no one come out of their house. But by a fucking, I remember like in Hambuds, yeah, in like January, yeah. February, people would go that was like a night yeah. out to go because yeah. any other time you were just working or you're just inside and you're like I want to get out yeah January, this. February, March man probably best best, best fucking month yeah I remember February. like Hamba yeah it was, like, it was pretty it was like that and then, and then like goes to summer summer, summer yeah. just dead kind of we're, we're like we're jinxing each other to silence uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead everyone's on vacation it's like two three people it's, oh and not only that but you're you're going out to a bar it's, your, your show starts at 7 30 and it's broad daylight. Yeah. You're like, ah oh, man, it's... Uh, this is kind of fucking weird, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. Actually. A comedy definitely lives in the dark, but I guess oh, yeah. most evil things do. Sketchy. So you've lived in... So like, what, what brought you... This is probably a common question. What just brought you to Pittsburgh? Just work? <clears throat> uh, well, my girlfriend got a very good job at the hospital. Oh, yeah, nice. So I, as a basically like a well-rounded construction worker can go to any country in America, you know, and find work. So I was like, cool, let's go to Pittsburgh. I mean, and don't get me wrong, we had to like think about is Pittsburgh the right place for us, but the she, lucky for me, she's actually gracious enough to be like, what are your interests, you know? <laughs> so I was like, well, it's got rivers, and I grew up um, in the Des Moines River Valley, so I love rivers. I'm a river rat, as I would call it. My grandma was a river rat, um, and actually, probably my grandma. So you like boat? You like boating and stuff like that? Love it. Love, love, it. love that stuff. Um, yeah. And sailing, even which you can't do on a river, but I can. I still do some fishing and some flat bottom boat and a pontoon. Who can't beat a fucking <laughs> stage on water? You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, man. So I was like, oh, well, that'll be cool. And I like baseball, and they've got a great baseball stadium. And top of the list was to see if there's comedy out here. And uh, so we kind of dived into the social media scene, or dove, I should say, into the social media scene and uh, found out and compared uh, Pittsburgh to Omaha, which is where I was before. And this was a step in the right direction. There was more comedy here per week than there was in Omaha so we're like yeah. that's great I can develop here and then uh, who knows what we're going next I think we're going to move though in two years or less probably yeah yeah. So that house you guys buy you guys going to like fix up I am fixing it up yeah, right now sure <clears throat> right now the upstairs is almost done the the middle floor is all but one room done and then the basement is well you've seen the basement it needs work it's good, <laughs> good setup. I mean, it's got it's the setup. That's it kind of puts dude. you in a mood though, like in the seventies. Like it's like I a seventies porno is about to be filmed. <laughs> dude, you yeah, should have seen it when we moved in, man. That whole house was fucking Playboy Mansion. As like it was, so, some, something was going on. Yeah, there was some, something. There's some on. scantily clad women frequently. frequently think think about this. So in the garage, there's a cabinet for light bulb storage, right? And in that. There are light bulbs of different colors. There's red ones, blue ones, and yellow ones, uh, so and they green de- ones. So they definitely were setting a mood. And yeah, and it's mood not—it's not just like a couple of blue ones and a couple of red ones. It's like twenty-five red ones, 
25 blue ones. <laughs> 25, you know what I mean? So they can replace every light in the house one night per month. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's just... Uh, it'd be a red light district, little red yeah, light yeah. district. They just and have one right in the there's, living there's room. There's three you know. doors to the house. Yeah. Every one of them has its own doorbell. So you know which... You know what I Where mean? did you find? Did you find it on like Sheriff's Hill? That house? <laughs> on Sheriff's Hill? Is that what you call it? It's, it's Sheriff's. Isn't it the Sheriff's Hill? Sheriff's Sale. Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. We got it from a regular old realtor. The, uh, uh, yeah. uh, the <clears throat> so the guy who commissioned or had the house built was a hairdresser for fifty years with a wife and one daughter. So I think he might have been closeted because you know back then it wasn't probably kosher. You know, but uh, <clears throat> the back door or the bottom door to the house that you come in for the podcast, uh, regular episodes, check it out, Pittsburgh. Uh, it is a good, it's a good time. It is a good time. It's um, popping. It's on Spotify. Stoops has been sh- on several times. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's on every goddamn a, a varying a, a varying quality. <laughs> a quality <laughs> appearances. We're going to yeah. call you a regular on regular Rep- episodes. Uh, that's, that's like the highest honor. It right? is the probably regular. one of the highest honors. It's right you have like below, a title. you got to have like a rank for the... Yeah, it's right below Secretary of Defense, I think. And then regular on regular. <laughs> Zach, Zach Corey just always <laughs> announcing uh, tribunals and shit. Is that what I mean? <laughs> Is that what he wants to be? Like, how like every celebrity, and how every celebrity and just politician, whatever, is just according like, to the lizard dead. people. Yeah, it's, they're all technically dead now. Oh, well, there's God. deep fakes. So a friend of mine was showing me a deep fake of Tom Cruise, like an Asian guy portraying Tom Cruise, looked exactly like Tom Cruise, but was just speaking. Yeah, speaking Japanese. I'm like, that's pretty good. The deep fake. Here's my thing: is these crazy. Ah, never mind. Who knows? They, you can make up a counterpoint to everything, but if you think that there are shapeshifters, literally, like being people for certain periods of time, they're showing their face, dude. Or it's out there. Like, why would you look at one picture of one guy and one picture of another guy and say, "See, don't they look kind of alike?" Yeah. It's a shapeshifter. <laughs> he can look different. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's true. That's kind of what they like, do. What's the point? Kind of what a shifter does. Yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway, Corey is fucking hilarious, and I love that. I love that he he gets stuck in these fuck. Like he thought the Earth was a was a a dome. <laughs> yeah, you know what I, mean? I remember. I remember Hollow Earth. That's a late night. Yeah, yeah, he's like that's no. after you have like a couple beers and yeah. you have like five people left, and we're like, and we're hearing this, we're like. You get down in there, hollow, <laughs> fucking hot. I'm like, I'm like, what? He's like, there's a whole civilization, to, and it's just, it's good. They're keeping it from us. It's, yeah, it's hidden. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I'm well, looking into that. He's deep in it. And I, and that, deep, that, right? It always makes him a great guest. I can tell you <laughs> that, that's for sure, man. I think the funniest thing I heard from the one was whenever he goes, uh, I listened to like the latest one with Adrian and Blake. And um, which is fire, Corey, but which I is pretty it fire. It, it's pretty fire takes, and like I think the funniest thing was whenever he said, um, he's like, "Oh, dude, dude, Jim Morrison, dude, Rush Limbaugh. Could you believe that shit?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, "What are you talking?" Like, what are you talking? So crazy, dude. <laughs> Jim Morrison, um, actually, Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh dude. dude. Come pull, on, pull a picture, of Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Like nothing's mad. Nothing matches. Nothing is magic here. (laughs) Nothing's mad. The nose, the hair, like none of this. Oh man, that is wonderful. That's that's a that's funny though. Just there, just like here, Jim Morrison, dude. Actually, Rush Limbaugh, bro. Do you know that shit? 
Do you, uh, uh, sorry to totally not segue where they should, but do you ever watch college football? Yeah, I hear it there. Because you did your Penn thing, Penn State, you said? What was your rooting for you the other night, last night? No, nah, I root for Pitt. Pitt. Pitt okay. played an ACC championship. They beat Wake Forest. And that was in football, right? Football. Um, you, got, you, got, you got to forgive me. I'm really bad at following sports. So yeah. football is in its, like, college football right now is in, like, the end of its... It's in the championship. End of the season. Right? Yeah, it's like the yeah, title. Yeah. They got, like, title games for whatever division, and then I think next month they do all the bowls. So, so it's like everyone's going to take a break for a month for holiday, and then it'll be the bowl season and like... Would you say, like, Pitt more or Steelers more, or there's is a drop? Ah, uh, it's Steelers. I'm Steelers. I, think I like Pitt. I like... Better. It kind of, a little bit, kind of is. Yeah, little this bit. Going to a game, going to a game is. I think the atmosphere for like a lot of places, exactly. like Penn State, Ohio State, like a lot of those big state schools, it's insane. It way better than pro. Way better. Way better. Just the atmosphere. It's just, and it's like, I'd be talking to buddies. It's just like it's weird seeing like how you have all these college kids, right? Just hot college girls, yeah. whatever. And then the then at these tailgates, then the alumni are there, just fifty-five-year-old dudes smoking cigars, wearing the yeah. fucking picture. Chugging, you know. You just, literally have like a Ford F one fifty with a tailgate down and an igloo cooler, like, and a bunch of hot girls and young guys, <laughs> and it's right next to like a fifty five thousand dollar like bus conversion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's just food out the ass. Like yeah, I went yeah. to one pit tailgate this year. It was it was sick. Yeah, yeah. it's a good yeah. time. And like NFL tailgates, like fun too. But it's like yeah, something about college. I think like if Pitt had a bit more of like. Was selling out bit a bit more and yeah. like because when you don't sell it kind of it really the vibe kind of goes down a bit. It's when you it's sell true. out. There's all these people enthusiasm. they got the script. The script logo looks good whenever they switch Dude. to that. It does look. It looks cool. Like when I unis. lived in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, I went to the three hundredth sellout game it, for the Cornhuskers in a row. Yeah, three hundred. Oh yeah, that's gotta be those. Those gotta be awesome. When you're that in o- Oklahoma, nuts, you're Oklahoma like Nebraska. Iowa, yep. like going to those big, like that's. Iowa City, be, Iowa. I went to a football game at two, and it was really. That's cool. what my yeah my my bro and Keegan. I would say drove also, through there. They said Iowa City was like nice town. Well, that's where the university is, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. They said nice town, good looking, yeah, just good looking people. Then people that just looked like they've been smacked off meth. So yes, just, yes, 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 that's like that's a lot of like the Midwest cities. Just no, oh, these look like fine, you know, like the middle. You ever see that show, The Middle? Yes, they had on a network. It was. Uh, Wait, you're talking about? Never mind. No, I haven't. The like, middle. It I had was the, thinking about Malcolm in the middle for a oh, second. God, had, <laughs> the middle had the the middle starred. Uh, it was like this family that lived in like Indiana. It was okay. like small town, you know, but like suburb, small town Indiana, like suburb, right, just growing like up. Middle America. The, yeah, it's like a middle America show. And I think the guy that played the dad on there, he was, he was like the janitor in Scrubs. Well, always like the quick yeah, line, yeah, yeah, like the yeah, quick yeah, lines, yeah. funny guy. Yeah, it was that and guy. the wife was the everybody was Raymond wife, wasn't it? Who Type it in. It? Let's see the IMDb, bro. Cast. Let's see the these cast. Let's cast. Yeah, the I middle. do. I do know because it, it, it's actually like Malcolm in the Middle, but it's Deborah Brown. Yeah, dude. See her. That's right. that's fucking uh, everybody was Raymond's wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind Patricia of, Heat and. Uh, the little brother looked like the little brother in Malcolm in the Middle almost. Anyway. All yeah, sudden, yeah. All Frankie, she's Frankie Heck on the middle. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, she's from Cleveland. See, a lot of those, like, they're from, like, Cleveland, Ohio, Oklahoma, like, yeah, Midwest. Yeah. Like, they find a lot of, like, actors, people. Like, I mean, like, Brad Brad Pitt's from, like, Oklahoma. I was just watching See, Fight Club as, again for, like, the fourth, fifth time. As a Midwesterner, 
and everyone bases like their own reality in their own memory, you know? So for me, like places like Cleveland and Chicago and Columbus, I don't know, all in Pittsburgh, none of that counts as Midwest to me. Like, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, like Kansas City, Des Moines, Minneapolis, anything in the Dakotas, you know? Yeah, like Nebraska, then, that's yeah, more. Nebraska. Yeah. So what would you cut, like, so what would you consider, like, an Ohio, well, Indiana? Do you think Indiana's a bit, Indiana's kind of like, you're going through Illinois, Illinois is like, all right, that is a Midwest, but then you go through Indiana, you're like, all right, it's Midwest again, it's mostly flat, like, big city, but not like, you I'm know, really trying mega to ex- cities. I'm I really it. trying to examine it in my head right now, and I really think that it's, like, by the amount of gun violence, which is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as the gun violence starts up, the Midwest ends, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. I've ever read that about Iowa on the Wikipedia. That's like the last thing they got. Iowa's one of those safest states in the country. Yeah, yeah. Because we punch each other. It's all punching. Yeah. yeah. People are like, it's terrible that people are violent and blah, blah, blah. But if you let people be violent at a lower level, you know, like punching each other, you know, like there's a lot less gun violence. You know, like people will form their own sense of honor as long as you just let them be violent. (laughs) Pro violence, very punk rock. Let's get violent. Yeah, would would you start the mosh pits at a lot of these concerts? Were Uh, you the guy like in the pit, like starting to throw people? No, because I hated the. Well, see, so the mosh pit itself was okay, but my favorite thing was called a circle pit. And a circle pit looks like a whirlpool in the center of a crowd. And everyone is like skank dancing, is what we call it, skanking. It's like a running in place. And like it's pushing? Like, like no, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like running in place, and if somebody gets too close to you, you push them, and stuff like that. Yeah. But all of your contact, like, it happens, like, gradually. Like, you make contact with your fingertips, and you push someone away. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, uh, mosh pits, people will be running around, keeping their hands close to their chest, and throwing their elbows around, you know what I mean? Any contact you made was violent. And I didn't like that. I wasn't yeah. into that. So that, yeah, you know. I never did, but I always wanted to, like, level the people that were in there that were being that way, you know? Because you can watch. You can be at a mosh pit, and you can watch and be like, that guy's ruining it for everyone. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, everyone's in here, and they're having, like, their chaotic movements, but this guy is focusing those chaotic movements on individuals and that's gross yeah you know what i mean yeah i've, I've been like a i think i was, i think they had a pit for um death grips death grips came to pittsburgh if you're the rap group death grips no i was, I was gonna uh, say they, they had a pit they used to be at altar bar pittsburgh used to be like a music venue for that and they had a pit there too and people would just be pushing each other it was like a hip-hop group and it was just like the rapper would just spew nonsense, like gig, 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 ga, ga, ga. It was just like weird. It was almost like noise, like. So he wasn't even a rapper. Gig, 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 ga, 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 blah, 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 in my head. It's, yeah. And then it'd go in, and then like a beat would drop, and it'd just be this weird electronic, like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and it did like flashing lights and shit. It's like you were gonna get like. Um, How did you know to go to this? You're gonna get like epile- you epilepsy like or stuff. I just knew some buddies of mine from high school went and go. We were like seventeen going to this, and it's just it could like be good. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. We just went. It was it was a good time. I don't like. I think one of the album covers. It's just like uh, the guy wrote the album's name on his pe- on his erect penis, and that was that was the cover. He wrote it, took a picture. That's the we album. Sell it at cover. Walmart? No, no. <laughs> I think the dark the dark the dark web has it. Yeah. You know, you can find dark also on the dark web. You can find um. 
Uh, you can find my podcast with Brad Riggler. You can also find those on the... What? No, I'm, t- no, <laughs> I'm, okay. totally, I'm totally alluding to one. I would have tuned in for that one. Uh, Brad, oh, just Brad Riggler after uh, talking about the Rose Battle. Shout out to Brad. I, I, after, I, we did one after I like a roast. I barely know the guy. I would love, we did, love we to did one after the roast. Spent. We did one after like a roast war, and it was uh, a Johnny Smith line. It was pretty. It was pretty funny. <laughs> just, it was a good time. One fifty-five. You guys. So regular episode starts in BC. Yeah. So interesting thing about what's regular, the reason though? I've be, never. Because I wanted. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I look like it, but I feel like I look like it. Like, everything I do is kind of personalized, you know what I mean? So I wanted, uh, like, my idea for having a podcast was that, A, um, I want to develop my muscle for being on panel. You know what I mean? Panel being, like, a group of people talking to each other, taking turns, making jokes, having a good time. Yeah. I I wanted to get better and better at that so that I could have the opportunity to do that later. But I also knew that um, any successful podcast, the vast, I shouldn't say that, the majority of the podcasts I like have gone more than 10 years before they actually like really start collecting momentum. Collecting momentum and becoming something. So you're thinking like with, so they're like your goal is for like give it like 10, 11 years, see where you're at, reassess. Well, my goal was to make sure that, that I didn't quit prematurely yeah which i might still don't get me wrong but <laughs> things are looking good regular episodes is rolling but uh so that's why i started in bc i started uh i believe 999 bc <laughs> because that will make it one an even 1000 episodes on episode zero because we count down and it's good for the listener too because oh so it's like right when you have an audience you can go oh this is episode one yeah. You could just say it's episode one, yeah. like AD. You won't even say AD. This is episode one, but then there's this whole back, better, cat- this for, whole back catalog. What better for Aaron Douglas than... <laughs> yeah, the episode, painter. Episode one, AD. See, exactly. Yeah, the yeah. painter. <laughs> so... The black painter cosplaying as yeah. a Midwestern farmer. Aaron the Douglas. whole thing, the whole thing, and I love I love to make double meanings out of stuff, and even if it, even if I'm the only one who gets the joke, it's it's fine. Yeah. But the, the whole thing is, A, I started in BC because that way people know we're working toward a goal. We're not, yeah. you know, there's, there's, there's something, it's not just going to just someday. And uh, it's called regular episodes for the same thing to say, hey, I'm trying to make a commitment to release regular content regularly. And also it has double meanings because regular episodes can mean you're going crazy, which we often do. <laughs> yeah, you're having an episode. Yeah, we're having an episode. Exactly. You're having a psychotic break. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I Derek Brown. I don't know if you. If, if, I haven't seen him out do comedy, but he, I know he does uh, improv still. But Derek Brown used to always give give me crap, and God bless him for doing it. Uh, because I was like, oh, podcasting is really going to do this, and he every every week he'd come up to me at the mics and be like, so where's the podcast at, bro? <laughs> <laughs> where's it at, dog? Exactly. So yeah, uh, I, th- I think it's like I think me. with podcasting, it's just you got to drop and like my I like my mentality towards it is like we just drop we drop the episode just yeah. and I don't like to edit go back yeah. number one because I'm pretty lazy and number two it's just it's a pod it's like a clip in time it's like some people kind of want some it's a bit 
it's just the raw shit. Well, it's very interesting because that and just the up and flow of like sometimes you get shit conversation, but then it perks up and like you know it's kind of like life. Sometimes shit's boring and it stinks, yeah. and then it you know it's like oh shit, what's going on? And I'm there with you, man, because like when I picked up listening to podcasts, the only two podcasts that I, um, three podcasts that I knew of were Adam Carolla's, which was very early, uh, uh, Mark. Mark, what's it? Marin? WTF. Mark Marin. Yeah. Which is also very early. And Joe Rogan. Which yeah, is those were. Yeah. Those are the only three podcasts I knew of. Like, that were, yeah. that were not like NPR, can you, can you smell a murderer? I don't give a fuck about seeing Dateline on the radio. You know what I mean? <laughs> seeing I, Dateline yeah, on exactly. the radio. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know? like, yeah it's just. We, we've done Dateline. Okay? Yeah, murder, yeah, murder stuff, like, that don't. Uh, so, that what was new, what the, what the format had to offer new was real people having conversations without the F, uh, with F, what's the FCC? FCC, the FCC without yeah. the FCC's interference. That was like the new element to it. Now, I will say, having being someone who grew up without the internet in my early years, and then getting the early getting the internet in my like developmental periods. Was Howard Stern like huge? I didn't listen to Stern because I was in the middle of the country. Yeah, you literally yeah. couldn't. You literally could not listen to Howard Stern where I lived. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, I remember my uncle because my dad's the oldest. Um, his his uh, middle brother would record on VHS cassette the Howard Stern TV show on cable TV and mail them to my dad because he was like, "You have to see this. This guy's doing whatever he wants. Can you believe people are allowed to do what they want?" Like, what just say like what? Howard Stern like became big in the nineties because he was just. You just talk about his sex life on the radio and shit. Talk about like I mean, his yeah, wife or whatever. It, it, that that was actually that was the. They used to get was, interesting characters like clan. They used to get like clan members and like midgets in the studio exactly, and just dude. all kind of funny people. And that's what I want to do with regular episodes. Yeah, man. we got a midget. Oh shit! This is awesome. I mean, anybody like <laughs> there used to be these three extremely drunk super yinzer women who would show up at at Scarpaces, and I always wanted to get them on a podcast, and I regret not having had done. So. Would I remember? Uh, there used to be just yinzer. They were kind of like, yeah, they looked a bit. They looked like they just got yeah. off work, uh, work on no, uh, no, Liberty these, Avenue. No, <laughs> no street walking. The ones I was thinking of, but they uh, were yins. They were yins because their talks were all yins, but. <laughs> But they, but it was just they were just so loud and boisterous, and that's the exact type of thing Stern would have done. He would have said, "I want to, I want to get the most chaotic ball of fire between my two hands and try to control it." You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. I think that's that. If yeah, he there's did something that for he a long did, time. Yeah. if there's something he did for broadcasting, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly, Open Anthony, which I missed out on, also was a lot like they were that. like, yeah, like that. Their show. Yeah, their show was like the um, launching ground for like a lot of guys like Bill Burr and people like that. Louie, like they were on that show yeah. before they really made it huge around like the country. A lot of a lot of podcasters, Joe Rogan for sure to name, uh, credit the opening, the opening, the okay. Opie and Anthony show as uh, being an inspiration for their format because they're like, it was, what they say is it was the first radio show because they all had to do morning radio to promote their comedy games. Yeah. They would say that it was the first radio show that felt like a hang. Like it was just, like me and you are doing right now. We're hanging hanging out. out. We're hanging out. And that's the blueprint for fucking comedy podcasts is fucking chilling. Just hanging out and then having something something funny. Yeah. Like if you go to WD... 
WDVE and do a morning thing with Bob. And I haven't listened to their morning show. But I can almost bet that there'll be somebody who asks you about talking points before you go in and things like that and say... Blah, blah, blah. And then the guy's going to be like, hey, hey, what do you think about uh, Kennywood? And then they're like, oh, man, I went down to Kennywood last weekend and I got all this prepared stuff. And that's what really annoyed those comics because they spend so much of their time uh, focusing on prepared material. But just like you and me, some of the most fun we ever have is when, we're, when just, it's loose. When we're just hanging yeah, it's out just loose. Like the, yeah, when it's, yeah, yeah, I think that's just for anything in life, you know? Yeah. When it's not planned, it's just, oh, it's, we're yep. here now. We're there. Mm-hmm. What's going on? But uh, dude, we're at like a buck twenty in. We went hard. We'll put, a sign any, put a sign out on it. Do you uh, any final final words? This was good. If you guys are in the Steel City or even just hearing my voice, check out regular episodes. We say whatever we want. It's Spotify on Spotify. It's on every audio podcast format. So I listen to it on Podcast Addicts, Spotify, iTunes, all of it. It's, it's there. It's all over. He's covering more ground than I am. I'm only SoundCloud and <laughs> Apple Podcasts. I'm like, yes, I get something with the RSS feed. I'll ask you later about your RSS feeds and stuff. We'll, we'll, I'll yeah, fix I don't want to talk about that on the air, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Per- RSS feed, big yeah. deal, but very personal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen right. to us. Regular episodes, Aaron Douglas. Peace. That's the pod. Great guest, Aaron Douglas. Shout out. We'll be back. Thanks for coming. Have a good week. See ya.